welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. In name, we have prayed with thanksgiving and you shout your loudest, Amen. Hallelujah. Please, good evening, everyone. And on behalf of Pastor, I want to welcome us to our milk and honey service tonight. Hallelujah. Our theme for tonight is four choices to make to enter into increase. Hallelujah. Amen. Four choices that we can make with our lives. And as we make these four choices, it will lead us or it will open the doors of increase unto us. Amen. Amen. Life is full of choices and is full of decisions. Hallelujah. Every now and then, the believer is taken to a place of decision-making. Is taken to a place of having a choice, having the option of choosing between one thing or the other. But then we should also understand that each and every one of these choices we make can either open doors of increase for us or will close those doors onto our lives. But tonight is our prayer that the Lord will open our eyes to his word as we uncover four of these choices that can open or that can help us enter into our season of increase. Our life is a reflection of our choices. Hallelujah. Every choice that you make becomes a reflection of your life or defines the kind of life that you live as a believer. So if you see a man in, in increase or walking in increase or in the blessings of the Lord, it could mean that that man has made choices or de decisions in his life that has contributed to the beauty of his life at this point. So every man, every woman is a product of his decisions. Amen. Amen. Whatever you decide on or whatever you choose in life is what or who you will become in the future. Life offers us the opportunity to make these important decisions in our life. So a man who says he will never make a decision has even already made a decision. Because not making a decision is in itself a decision. You have chosen not to choose. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But I pray that God will help us make these crucial but very important four choices. And as we make these important choices, may our increase not be hindered in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's open to Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19. Today I have given you the choice between life and death. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Amen. God's word is that today I have set before you two options. I have given you the choice of choosing between life and choosing between death. There are many of us that overlook or downplay choices or decisions that we make in our life. But in this year of increase, God is saying, I have set certain doors of choices in front of you. And as you make the right decisions, as you choose the right things, I will open these doors of increase into your life. Therefore, it means that it's up to us to choose whether we want to enter into increase or not. Because God has given us the choice of of life and also of death. And he says, of blessing and of curses. I call you, I, I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Wow. God is saying, I have set before you life and death. I have also given you the option of being a blessing or being a curse. But today, I leave the choice in your hand. Will you make a decision to be a blessing or you will make a decision to be a curse? Will you make a decision to enter into increase or you will make a decision to be stagnated in the life that you find yourself in at the moment? Child of God, God wants to encourage you tonight with this word. That there are certain choices that we can make. And as we make these choices, life will be in abundance. Life will be an ever-increasing life for you and I. As we make these four crucial choices in our lives. Amen. From time to time, or from the time we were born, we, we, one way or the other, have to make a choice. You have to make a decision to be in church today. If you are even plugged online, it was a decision that, oh, this is milk and honey service. This is time for teaching of God's word. Let me make a decision to be part of this service. So every now and then, every believer is faced with the option of making a choice. And I pray that God will help you to make the right choice in the name of Jesus. Amen. There are many choices a man would have to make in his life. Many choices. The choice of who to marry. The choice of where to live. The choice of the career path you want to go on. The choice of the church you want to even belong in or where you want to serve in. The choice of where you want to live your life. The choice of the food you want to eat. The choice of the clothes you want to even wear. God has put in man a free will. Hallelujah. Amen. And that free will is what pushes the man to the place of decision making. Tonight you will make the right choice. Amen. Yeah, you make the right choice. Bible says in Revelation chapter 22 verse 17, it says that, And the Spirit said, And the Spirit and the bride said, Come, let anyone who hears this saying come. Let anyone who tests come. Let anyone who desires drink freely. 
So God is not forcing you to choose to drink from the, from the living water or from the water of life. Even salvation, God has left it in our hands to freely choose. There is nothing that God is trying to force you into. He has given man the will. So in, in Genesis chapter 2 verse 15 downwards. Bible says that God took man and placed him in the garden and told him of every tree in the garden you are at will to eat it. Even to the point where one of the trees man wasn't supposed to touch. The day man decided to touch God did not hinder him. Why? Because man has the power to make a choice in life. Tonight, your choice will be a divine choice Amen. that will lead into your increase. Amen. Yeah. What is a choice? Let's find out what a choice is. Hallelujah. Amen. A choice is an act of selecting or making a decision when faced with two or more options. Hallelujah. Amen. It means that a man cannot make a choice when there is no option. <laughs> you make a choice when there are alternatives to choose from. When there are varied possibilities to pick one and say, out of the many, this is my choice. Out of the many things you can do with your life, you chose to be in church tonight. That was a choice you made. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So because we have options, that is why it's important that we learn the act of choosing and choosing guided by the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So God's word is a guide to our choices. So tonight out of God's word, we will pick four choices that will lead us into increase. Because you see, every, every choice you make turns you closer to your increase. The distance between your current situation and your season of increase is dependent on the choices you make from now to that point. Will you make a decision that will, that will push you into the, the season of increase? Or you will make a decision that will stagnate your progress or your increase in life. I pray that God will guide you to make the right choice in Jesus' name. There, there are choices you make today that will bear fruit in the future. So every choice has a consequence. Every choice has a result. Whatever you choose today, there is an end product. If you choose to be a lover of God, there is a reward that comes with it. Hallelujah. If you choose to live a wayward life, there is also a, res a result, a consequence that comes with it. But tonight you, you make the right choice. And out of these choices, God will bring increase into our lives in Jesus' name. You should never be at the place where you don't make a choice. Amen. 
So even the Bible says that there are two gates, the narrow gate and the wide gate. Choose which one you want to enter. There is good and there is bad. Which way would you want your life to take? Hallelujah. God dislikes a man who doesn't make a choice. A man who is just there, living in a vacuum, living in space, and not making a decision. God doesn't like that man. Because Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 8, that a double-minded man is an abomination unto God. It's unstable, sorry, in all his ways. A double-minded man. A man who is torn between opinions. A man who is torn between options and has not chosen anything to associate with is unstable in everything he does. And we know that Bible says a false balance is an abomination. So you can't be here and be there. You have to choose to be in a particular direction. That is why the prophet Elijah asked the prophet of Baal and the people, this day, choose. Do you choose to follow God or you choose to be servant of Baal? It means that a man is always called to the place of decision making. May you make the right choice tonight in Jesus' name. One of the things we have to understand is that the choice of the Christian is very, very important and it's a bit higher than the natural man. The natural man can make a decision between good and bad, can choose between life and death easily because he knows that life is good and death is bad. He knows that good is good and bad is bad. But it gets to a point in the believer's life that sometimes your choice is between two good things and you have to be guided by God to make that decision. So Bible says that there is a way that seemed right. The way was not wrong. The way was not evil. The way seemed right to the man. The man saw that the way was right. But the end of that way or the end of that decision led to a, a very terrible end for that man. That is what happened to Adam and Eve. The choice of eating the fruit. Bible says, Eve said that when she saw the fruit, it was pleasant to the eye. It was good for food. So the decision of the believer is not limited to good and evil, but is limited to good and what will give life. What will align you to the will of God for your life. Because anytime you have to make a decision between good and evil, it's easy. You can just choose to be in the good side because that is who you are. As a child of God, you want to choose the right thing. But when it's between two good opinions, two good things to do, whether to pray or to read your Bible, whether to fast for seven days or lengthen it for 21 days, whether to do job A or job B, Sometimes you need an extra help from God to help you make a decision that will be a life-giving decision. I pray that may God help us when we get to that point in our decision-making. Amen. 
Increase in our life is ingrained in our choices. If we want to enter into our season of increase, or we want to enter into increase, we have to be very vigilant or pay attention to the choices we make in life. And I know that tonight God will help us make the right choices. Quickly, let's look at these four choices that we can make to enter our increase. Hallelujah. Oh, are you ready? The number one choice that every Christian or believer have to make to enter into increase is the choice or you have to choose to love God. Hallelujah. It's the choice to love God. There are many lovers of the world, but there are few lovers of God. But a man who chooses to love God is a man whom the door of increase is open unto. A man whose love is tied to God is a man whom God cannot withhold any blessing from. So tonight, ask yourself, have I made a choice to love God? In your spiritual life, have you intentionally become a slave of God? Have you become a genuine lover of God? Because it is only men who love God genuinely. They are the ones that the door of increase are open to. And it's easy for us to say, oh, I love God. I'm a lover of God. Oh, I, I, I love God. I love God. But you see, Bible says that to love in word is easy. But to love in deed, in works, in proof, in showing that truly you love God. Sometimes it takes a little bit more than just saying that I love God. Have we get gotten to the place where we, we know without a shadow of doubt that me, I'm a lover of God. Because it is a man who loves God that has the opportunity to enter into abundance. That has the opportunity to enter into the increase of the Lord. Show me a man who loves God. And I will show you a man who is living an ever-increasing life. Whatever the man does, flourishes. Why? Because the love of the man is not in his money. The love of that man is not in his properties. The love of that man is not in another man or in his possession. The love of that man is in the source of life. It's in the source of all blessing. It's in the creator of all things. It's in the provider of all things. If you want to increase in material wealth, love the giver of the wealth more than the possessor or, or the creation. Hallelujah. May God take us to a place where we love the creator more than the creation. Yeah. 
Abraham loved God more than the things God gave him. So even when God was requiring his son, he couldn't withhold him. Many of us want to enter into increase. But the question is, have we made a choice? Have we chosen to love the Lord completely? That as for me, I am a lover of God. No wonder the Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5. Jesus also repeated it in Matthew chapter 22 verse 37. It says that Jesus said unto them, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. It's a choice. It's a choice. A choice to love the Lord. A choice to love the Lord. Tonight, may God help you to make that choice. The choice of choosing to love the Lord more than your money. More than any other thing in your life. May we get to the place where we choose to love God. Daily in our life, we have to make a decision to love God, to love God. Because that is the only way God can open the doors of increase into our life. Let's read Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19. It says, I set before you life and death, blessings and cursing. Choose life that you and your descendants may live, that you may love the Lord your God. Hallelujah. A man who is choosing life is a man who have considered God in his heart. That I think my, my choice between good and evil have to be a choice that God approves. So even if you have to enter into a deal with someone, you, you think about your love for God. Even if you have to choose a career, you are thinking about your love for God. Have you made that choice yet? May God help you to make that choice of choosing to love the Lord. Because in choosing to love God, that is where God opens the, the, the doors of increase into our life. He says, that ye may love the Lord your God and that you will obey his voice and that you will cling to him. For he is your life, the length of your days, and you would dwell in the land which the Lord promised or sworn to your fathers. Hallelujah. The land that God promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is a land of increase. Therefore, a man who can love the Lord genuinely is a man who can also enjoy that inheritance. Because he says, if you can love me and cleave to me and obey my voice, I, God, I will make sure that the promise I make to Abraham and the fathers, that same promise will become your portion. Every promise of increase God has made to you is tied to your love for him. 
Sometimes God will test you if you love him more than the things he gives you. And I pray that when he gets there, may we pass those tests. Oh, your amen is weak. Hallelujah. In Joshua chapter 24, verse 12, verse 14, that was our paraphrase because of time. Bible says that Joshua took the people of Israel on the river bank and asked them a question that they should choose this day whether they will serve God or they will serve the gods of the land. He knew that there is a blessing ahead of them. But as long as their heart is in two places and they've not made a choice between serving the almighty God and serving the lesser God, they will never experience that harvest on the promised land. So he asked them that choose this day yourselves whom you will serve whether the gods which your father served on this side of the river or the gods of the Amorites or the almighty God or the true God. Choose. Which one will you serve? Which one will you give your love? Which one will you give your allegiance to? Tonight, may God help you. Give your heart to God. That Lord, I want to genuinely love you. I choose to love you genuinely. With my might, with my resources, with my time, with every part of my being. I want to love you, Lord. I want to love you. May God help you. That you will love the Lord genuinely. Because that is the only thing, the only key that can open the door of increase into your life. And as we love the Lord, we will see that many things are aligning unto us because God will be working behind the scenes for us. Hallelujah. May God help you to love him more and more. Oh, your amen is weak. May God help you to love him more and more. Yeah. Choose to love God. Because in choosing to love God, that is where you get the supplier of bread and the giver of seeds giving you that blessing that will bring your increase in Jesus' name. Amen. The second choice that a man would have to make is that you have to choose to be diligent with the works of your hands. Hallelujah. The second choice is the choice to be diligent or choose to be diligent with the works of your hands. Hallelujah. In Genesis chapter 2 verse 15, God took man and placed him in the garden of Eden and gave him an instruction to dress and to keep the garden. So, Adam had God, but why did the creator still require that man would dress and keep the garden? Because it's a principle of life that everything that you put in the ground will bear fruits. So until a man is diligent enough to dress and to keep a garden, that garden will not flourish and bring increase. So God puts a work in the hands of man and asks the man, 
this is what I want you to do. And as, as long as you remain diligent and committed to this work, out of this work, I will bring your increase. Out of this work, I will bring your flourishing. Out of the planting and the dressing and the keeping of the garden, I, the Lord, will bring the increase into your life. But many of us are not diligent in what we do. Many of us are not diligent in the occupation or the career we have even chosen. They hire someone as maybe a receptionist. <laughs> Working hours. Client is standing in front of this woman of God <laughs> or Christian. She is busily doing Snapchats <laughs> or TikTok at the expense of working diligently for that increase that she has prayed for, for God to bring. A man praying for God to increase him financially is living a very extravagant life, overspending. Pastor will say, you have gone to buy perfume on high purchase. <laughs> and you are paying a small, small. When you know it is not a diligent work that you are doing. I pray that may God help us dress our garden diligently. And keep it. Because out of that garden is where our blessing will come from. I remember in, in last year's fruitfulness declaration. There is a place that says that with my hands I will plant. With my hands I will build. With my hands, I will harvest. It means harvest will only be in your hands. When, number one, you have diligently planted, you have diligently built something with your life, with your hands. You cannot live your life to chance and expect God to bring increase. We have to make a choice and apply ourselves to that choice that I choose to be diligent in this work. And as we do that, I know God will cause the increase to come. Yeah. Because in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 6, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 6, Bible says, Paul said, I, Paul, I planted. Apollos watered. But what? God gave the increase. Paul said, I did not stand there and fold my hand. I worked. I worked. I labored diligently. I planted. I made sure there was something in the ground. I made sure there is something working in my hands. I planted. I planted. Though it's God's part to bring increase, but we have to make a choice that we will plant something this year. We will plant a good habit in our life this year. We will plant an investment for our future. We will plant a, an attitude ethic or a good um, working ethic that will bring the increase into our lives. Yeah. Even to work on your marriage. Hallelujah. To work concerning your career, your profession, we have to be diligent. Because a man who has planted and diligently plowed the land and tilled the ground and and watered the plants is the man who can be in anticipation and expectation that an increase will come into his life. 
But many of us, we have become very sluggish. Romans chapter 12 verse 11. Not slothful in business. Not lagging behind in, in service or in diligence. But fervent in spirit. But being diligent a little bit more than we have always been. Is what brings the results. May God help you to be diligent in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Because there is profit in every labor. Everything that your hand finds to do. Bible says that do it with all your might. There is profit in every labor. So whatever you are doing. Maybe you are a musician. Perfect your crafts. time do voice training so that that gifts when you have added diligence will take you before mighty men yeah some of us maybe the way we even speak we want to become um maybe you want to be a motivational speaker or a public speaker you are you want to be traveling around to give keynotes at events um business summits and all of this Pay attention. There should be a little bit of finesse when you are speaking. You can't be opening your mouth anyhow to say whatever you want to say. Yeah. There, there should be some diligence attached to what you are doing. When you read Proverbs chapter 30, the Bible mentions four animals. It says, these animals are very little. The ant, the locust, the rock badges, and the spiders, hallelujah. These animals are very little, but they are very diligent in all their works. Yeah. Your strength might be little, but with consistency and with diligence, God will not withhold any increase from your hand. Yeah. Maybe you're a caterer, you take orders and you sleep over it, and the people have, have said that they are coming for their sin at 10 o'clock. 12 in 12 noon, the thing is still not ready. Diligence. May God help us that we will become diligent in all that we do in the name of Jesus. Kadalavaya. So the story I was, the passage I wanted us to read about the spider, the rock badges, the locusts, and the ants. Proverbs chapter 30 verse 24. Say that there are four things that are little on the earth. They are exceedingly wise and diligent. The ants are not a people that are strong. Wow. The ants doesn't have much strength. Yet they prepare their food in summer. The rock badges are feeble folks. They are very weak and tiny. Yet they make their houses among one of the strongholds, the mountaintop. They target that place because they are weak. But they climb, even in the cold, even in the hardship, in the sun. They are working their way to the mountaintop because they want to take a mountain. When you see where you want to be in life, there is a level of diligence that we have to attach. May God help us to attach that diligence to our work in the name of Jesus. It was diligence that pushed Isaac to sow in the, in the time of famine. There is famine, you don't have enough. 
you still say you, you sow. Wow. Many of us, in the time where there is farming, our diligence is zero. In the time where there is hardship, our diligence is zero because there is no discipline that we can apply to our life. But I pray that may God help us to attach certain disciplines and diligence to the work of our hands. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 24. The hand of the diligent will rule. The hand of the diligent will rule. But the hand of the lazy will be forced into servitude. Hallelujah. The hand of the one who is diligent will rule, will increase, will flourish, will prosper, will be a blessed man. But the one who is a lazy, slothful man, his hands will be forced into, in, into labor, into servitude. May God help us. Whatever you are doing today, do it diligently. It could be serving in the house of the Lord. Do it diligently. In your career, maybe you're an accountant. You have to check the books. Check it diligently. Yeah. When they were looking for someone to play for Saul, they knew a man who was skillful, skillful. The skill was gained through diligence, through practicing. Not one day he takes the harp and he plays and he forgets and never plays again. Yeah. But it was a man, David, who every time took the harp, practiced his skill till he perfected that act, diligence. I pray that may God help us Make the choice of becoming diligent in the works of our hands in Jesus' name. A man's gift will make room for him and bring him before great men. Yeah. You can have that gift, but if you don't diligently develop that gift, it would become very common and very ordinary and would, would not be something that can take you in front of kings. But as God gives you that business, let's attach some diligence. As God gives you that marriage, let's attach some diligence. As God gives you that gift, attach some excellence to it. And as you do so, God's blessing will be released upon our lives. Amen. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5 says that beside all, giving all diligence add to your faith, virtue, and to your virtue, knowledge, and mentions a lot of things. Apart from everything, he says, giving all diligence. Diligence is needed for our growth and increase in life. Amen. Let's look at the third choice that we have to make. Choose to sacrifice your convenience for higher thrones. <laughs> Hallelujah. The choice to make for increase to enter your life or for us to enter into increase this year is a choice that we have to make to sacrifice our convenience in order to gain higher thrones. Quickly, let's open to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 23. We read from 23 
to 24, 26, sorry. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 23. It says that by faith, so we, we are looking at a passage where Moses made a choice of sacrificing his convenience in view of a higher throne, in view of his increase, in view of a certain blessing that was bigger than his current convenience. So for a temporal pleasure, there is a, a sacrifice that you can make, you can forfeit, that can make you get Get access to a bigger throne, a higher blessing than the current pleasure that you are enjoying. So by faith, Hebrews 11, 23 to 26. So by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw that he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, decisions or choices are made for men that are matured. Moses, when he was younger, never had to make a decision. But Bible says when he became of age, there, it, there was the call to make a choice. Child of God, because of the place you want to get to in the next year, because of the height or the higher throne you want to sit on in life, there is a choice of sacrifice you have to make. There is a choice of your convenience that you have to forfeit. And say, because of this higher call, because of this place of increase, because of this door that I want to enter, I make a choice today. And that choice, it doesn't matter if it will, it will cost me my convenience. I am willing to do it. So making that choice came to Moses at the age of maturity. Boys don't make choices. Yeah. No boy is given the chance to choose a wife. <laughs> it's only matured men. When you come of age, then you can choose. Okay, I want to be a pilot. Or I want to be a, a lawyer. Or I want to marry this person or that person because you have matured. So the Bible says when Moses came of age, he refused to be called. Am I on the right track? Yeah. He refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than enjoy the blessings or the pleasure of sin in Egypt. Choosing, rather, that listen, I know that there is a call on my life. I know that there is a higher throne for me. Somebody will say, oh, Moses did not have the throne. Let me show you. Moses actually had the throne, a higher throne given to him in life. How many of us remember the transfiguration of Jesus in Matthew chapter 17? Bible says that two people appeared to Jesus on the mountain. Moses, who did not see the promised land, was the one that God chose to bring, to visit the Son of God. Ah, what throne is higher than being an attendant to Jesus in, in all his glory? 
on the transfiguration because the man made the choice of his convenience by staying for God and saying, I choose to, to suffer with the children of God. I choose to forego my convenience. I choose to move out of my comfort zone. I choose to make a stand or take a stand for God. Though it's, it's uncomfortable. And it's inconvenient. I choose. I choose. I choose. And as Moses made that choice, Bible says that God brought him the blessing of being part of the two. There were just two people that were on the Mount of Transfiguration. And when Peter and the disciples said, Master, let's build tabernacles, higher thrones. They, they sought Moses to be equal with Jesus. In all his glory. Moses who, who, was, who was a fugitive running away. Who was a vagabond. Who was a runaway from Egypt. Because he chose rather to suffer with the children of, of Israel. Than to enjoy the pleasures. The pleasures. May God help us to choose. To sacrifice certain convenience. Certain appetites needs to die. You see. If we are doing business and you are always spending the profit, <laughs> that convenience that you are, you are in is the reason why you cannot flourish in that business. But if we can forego that from give, um, convenience and say, oh, I can spend this profit, but let me reinvest. Let me do something with it. As we do that, we realize that the business is growing and God's blessing is coming upon us. I pray that may God help us to, to be able to make the choice of sacrificing our convenience for a higher throne in the name of Jesus. There is always a higher throne that we have to sacrifice for us to enter into increase. Jesus had to make that choice in Luke chapter 22. Verse 43 downwards. He prayed to the father and said, Not my will, but your will. There was a will to say, I give up. I, I, will, not, I will not die again. <laughs> I will not go through this pain again. I, I, I choose my convenience. Jesus could have said that. And I, I think this Sunday when pastor was teaching about being slaves to God, to Christ, he used Philippians chapter 2, verse 8. When you read down, it says that Jesus had to choose even the death on the cross. So he, he did not just choose to die. He even chose that if I want to die, I don't want to die out of my sleep. But I want to die on the cross because that is what God wants him to do. <laughs> Jesus could have swam in the sea and drowned and died. That was dying. But maybe that was convenient. Or maybe drink poison and die. Or sleep and not wake up. That is still dying. But would that have paid for our sins? No. The death on the cross. Jesus had to choose that one and say, I choose to be inconvenient to die on the cross. Because dying on the cross, asphyxia will kill you easily. We're doing the shortest time. Yeah. Air hunger. Not having air in your lungs. Will kill you easily. But he still chose that against my convenience, I choose, I choose, I choose for a higher throne that God has for my life. May God help us in Jesus' name.
Abraham had to make a choice between sacrificing Isaac and between becoming a father of many nations. There is always a hard choice for us to make. There is always a choice that will cost us something that we have to make. And I pray that when we get to those junctions in our life, you know, life is made up of many junctions. When we get to such junctions, may God help us to cross over to the place of increase in Jesus' name. Finally, let's look at the fourth choice. The choice to stay pure for the Lord. Hallelujah. The choice to stay pure for the Lord. Adam in the Garden of Eden had many options of, of food to feed on. Whether to feed on the tree of life, which is a pure choice. The word of God is a tree of life. Or Jesus is a tree of life. Adam had to choose between that and the many other trees in the garden. And as long as Adam stuck to the choice of the tree of life, which is God's purity, God's righteousness, and God's will for his life, he prospered and was flourishing and was increasing. But the moment they switched and decided to choose something that was ungodly, something that God has not prescribed for them, that was the day of doom for mankind. In Hebrews chapter 1 verse 9, Bible says that because thou had loved righteousness and hated iniquity, God, even thy Lord, had elevated you, promoted you, blessed you, increased you far above your fellows. Your companions will be doing the same thing you are doing. Your competitors will be doing the same thing you are doing. Your colleagues will be doing the same thing you are doing. But the, the, the game changer is a man who has chosen to stay pure for God. Because you have loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Me, God, I will anoint you for you to be more anointed, more blessed, more increased than your fellows. A man who chooses to stay pure for God is a man who is anointed for increase. Is a man who is anointed and positioned to flourish in life. I pray that after tonight, the choice of staying pure for God will not be a, a, a place of contention in your life. Whether single, married, employed, unemployed, <laughs> young, old, may God put in you a resolve, a, a, a certain strong conviction that will make you stay, that no matter what, I will love God purity. I will choose purity over the pleasures of sin. Hallelujah. Noah had to, had to choose to stay pure in a crooked world. Because of time we will not read. So in Genesis chapter 6 verse 5 to 9 Bible says that there was a generation 
of people that were in sin so much that it grieved the heart of God. That was the only time the Bible says it repented God. God, God repented. Hey. God was sad that he created man. When he looks at the sin of man, I'm sure one time God comes to the sin and see what man is doing. Hey, what is man doing over there? The sin of man had increased. But in that crooked generation, in that corrupt environment, a man stood for God and the man was Noah. And God blessed that man and made him a blessing. The same blessing that God placed on Adam. In Genesis chapter 9 verse 1, Bible says, and God blessed Noah and his family and asked them and called them to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. A man who was living in a crooked generation has stayed pure for God, has chosen to become a pure Christian. And out of that choice, God made him fruitful. Out of that choice, his increase came. They call him the, the preacher of righteousness. <laughs> when Peter was referring to him in 2 Peter, he called him Noah, the preacher of righteousness. I pray that may God help us to become a generation of people who love purity, lovers of purity. Lovers of righteousness. Lovers of or instruments of pure things. Hallelujah. Job was another man that loved purity. Made the choice that in the midst of evil, I will eschew evil. I will dislike evil. I will shun evil. So in, in Job chapter 1 verse 3, Bible says that he was the greatest man in the east. A man who stayed for God. A man who chose God. A man who became pure. And said, I choose purity. Out of his choosing of purity. God made him the, the greatest in the east. May God make you the greatest in your generation. And may God make you the greatest in everything that you do in Jesus name. In our final scripture. In Psalm 1 verse 1. It says that blessed is the man. Let's read from the Amplified. Psalm 1 verse 1. It says that blessed and he opens the bracket and says happy, fortunate, prosperous, enviable. A man who is increasing. May God make you a blessed man. Yeah. You will increase as you make the choice to stay pure for God. You will increase. Blessed is the blessed, happy, fortunate, prosperous, enviable is the man who walks and lives not in the counsel of the ungodly. <laughs> you let's read. Following their advice, their plans and their purposes. Nor stands submissive and inactive in the path of sinners. Wow. You there, you are sitting in sin. <laughs> Stand or sit. Inactive. When you get into sin, you have taken your chair. <laughs> and you are not moving. God is saying. That man cannot be blessed. But the man who shuns evil and chooses holiness and chooses purity is the man that the, the scripture calls blessed. And when you read further, it says that man will be like a tree planted by the rivers and he will 
bear his fruit in season. I pray that as we make these four crucial choices, may the blessings of the Lord come upon us in Jesus' name. May the blessings of increase come upon us as number one, we make a choice to love God. And number two, we make a choice to be diligent in our work. And number three, we make a choice to sacrifice our conveniences for higher thrones. And finally, we make a choice to stay pure for God. May God help us in Jesus' name. Kindly bow down your head as we share a word of prayer. You are watching online. Place your hand on your heart and pray this prayer that Lord help me make these four choices for increase. Make these four choices that will help me enter into my increase. Maybe it's a choice that you have to make to love God more and more. Lift your voice and pray that Lord help me love you more. Help me love you more. It's a choice that you want to make to be more diligent. There are certain sacrifices you want to make. Sacrifice of sleep, pleasure, money, whatever. Pray this evening that Lord help me. Help me Father. Father we come before you this evening and we ask that may you help us. May you help us. As we go out there, may we hear a voice behind us showing us this is the way and that is the way and may our path shine brighter and brighter unto a glorious day. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. Shout a louder Amen. Your hand let's bless the Lord. Hallelujah. You have to make a, sacri- a, a choice to sacrifice for higher thrones. Hallelujah. And even choosing to love God through your giving is something that we have to practice. Amen. Take a good offering in your hand. You are watching online. The mobile money number will be displayed on our screen. Let's pick an offering and bless the Lord with it. If you are in-house, kindly drop it in the bowl. And if you are online, please send it to the mobile money number on your screen and your life will never be the same again. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your word that has come to us this evening. Let every one of us become doers of this word. And as we make these crucial choices, Open the gate of increase and abundance into our lives. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Shout a louder, amen. Amen. Shall we kindly be upstanding as we share the increase declaration together. On behalf of pastor, I want to thank you and say God richly bless you for coming to church this Sunday this Tuesday for milk and honey service. Hallelujah. Friday there is miracle hour and also let's be reminded that on Sunday we have a a program. Hallelujah. Increase. Hallelujah. Invite someone to come to this um, program and I know that God will open the gate of increase into our life as we receive the prophet of God this Sunday. Amen. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of Jesus Christ be with us now and forevermore. Amen and amen. God richly bless you and please have a good night. Bye. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.